Welcome to the For the Church podcast, another great gospel-centered resource from Midwestern Baptist Theological Seminary. My name is Jared Wilson. I'm an assistant professor of pastoral ministry, Spurgeon College and Midwestern Seminary. And I'm here with my colleague, my friend, a pastor, great man of God, as always, Ronnie Kurtz. Ronnie, welcome to the program again. Hey, thanks, man. It's good, good to be back. For <laughs> it's the good to be back. 50th-ish time. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> thanks for coming on the program, my co-host. Hey, thanks, man. I'm just glad you're still having me around. You know, this is all just proving, uh, before we started recording, we, we walked in here. We've got three episodes we're about to record, and I, I just said, Ronnie, I've done zero preparation for any of these. <laughs> I just had to pull up the email. What is it, what is it even that we're talking about? And that just proves that I've done no prep. I'm treating you like you're just a guest. That's right, man. Well, it's been a while since you and I got in here to do this, I think. It's been probably a month or so. Yeah. And I've done a lot of guest things, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I think I'm just in that in that guest mode. But you're not a guest. Hey, I'll, yeah. I'll be a guest today. You, you belong at this table, brother. <laughs> Let We're me, getting gospel-centered already. <laughs> Let me just be the one to assure you, you belong at I this table. I appreciate it. Hey, we're talking about uh, today kind of a, a vision for, for for the church. We're going to look back just a little bit, uh, a year-end review. And it's just been a great year, hasn't it? Nothing mm. terrible has happened. It's been very— <laughs> I, I can't even was one, recall anything. Yeah, yeah, 220 was one for uh, one for the books. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's right. This is the yearbook that, you know, you put up in the closet. You don't yep. put it out on the bookshelf. Yeah, you know? I, I told my wife, you know, we had a, 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 our daughter born born this year in 2020. Yeah, well, there you go. And I said, you know, when you get in, when she gets into like elementary school and she has to write the report on like something yeah. that happened the year she was born, well, she's going to have the pick of the litter. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you know, um, this past week I was um, meeting online with this group of, of pastors that I coach and one of them had just got married essentially about three weeks ago. And it, this this year has just been so weird for him. So he's planting a church mm-hmm. um, and, you know, so trying to plant in the middle of COVID uh, he got married. They're renovating a house, so they've been working on this house before they got married, so they could both move into this thing. So they they bought a fixer upper. Okay. So the whole year has just been all of you know all of this stuff, and and even the wedding preparations. It was sort of like oh, we can't have more than so many guests, and so we're probably just going to do family and da 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 da. And he's very happy to be you know to be married, of course. But he just said you know we're we're looking forward to having this year behind us. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, brothers, I mean, like, look into the future when you look back and think the year you got married, you actually have a story. Oh, yeah. You've got something that was going on. Like, that's man, right. it was such a crazy. That's the year we got married. Yep. You're going to remember all of these things working on this house. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even the trials will be something to kind of look back on with some kind of reflection. Oh, yeah. And, I, and, it, and it made me think, like, what was going on? I got married in 1996. And like I, you know, I started thinking like, what was going on in '96? Literally nothing. It's like, <laughs> it's, that's the. I think like Jerry Maguire came out. That's the only thing I could think of. That's like, you know, movies that came out in '96. I, yeah. I, I literally could not think that's of a anything. Pretty forgetful year. Yeah, yeah. There's just you know, apart from getting married. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. So there's just no you know cultural yep. thing to latch onto. But here you've got the church shutdowns and. Yep. So you know. That's one way to look at it. Yeah. We have a story now. Hey, look at you being an optimist. 220 <laughs> gave us a story. Um, but there are some good things that happen. There's some things that developed for us ministry-wise, and uh, the school's done extraordinarily yes, well. Yeah. Um, th- that was a big question mark mm-hmm. coming into the fall semester in particular. Will people come to school? What are the, you know enrollment numbers going to look like? And our enrollment was up. And, mm-hmm. and so we've had a, a pretty positive year overall. 
Uh, but looking back on the website in particular for the church, ftc.co um, is our URL, uh, what are some things from your managing editor uh, position um, that you look back with some kind of fondness on, on yeah. 2020? Yeah, ftc.co is a unique website in a lot of ways, as you know, Jared. One of them is that while we're a resource site, uh, like like so many sites out there, right? They're, the Lord has given us a lot of really good, really solid gospel-centered resource sites out there. And we consider many of them, you know, brothers, uh, you know, arm in arm working on the same task. However, one of the things that we try to do that's a little different is not be a hot take yeah, website. That's right. So we're, we really try to publish stuff regardless of what's happening in the headlines, regardless of what's happening in the cultural. And we're just trying to publish pastoral, devotional material that's, you know, theologically rich and gospel-centered. However, this year, more than any other year, we did write some articles in response to things that happened in 2020. Now, sure. uh, we jokingly said they were all cold takes, but <laughs> right, right. Uh, we had dozens and dozens of COVID articles. We had dozens of race articles. We had a couple of articles on the election. Um, so it's, it's not that we're going towards hot take uh, style of publishing. Sure. We will not do that as long as, you know, you or I are here. That's not going to happen. However, this year was a unique year in that that is what folks were thinking about. Yeah. And so I, I just wanted to say, man, some of the writers that we had, they were so thoughtful on addressing those issues, um, so careful and nuanced and balanced. And, and, and that's why I was happy to publish them because they weren't hot takes. Gen yeah. Like legitimately and genuinely, they were not hot takes. They were truly, hey, pastors, this is, this is hard. And here is some good words on how to be faithful in these hardships. And so I look back this year and just say it was unique for everybody, and that included ftc.co. And uh, the, the people who contribute to the website all adjusted appropriately and, and faithfully, in my estimation. Yeah, it, it's been a hard year for pastors and, and ministry leaders in general. And to some extent, to not speak into the things that they're dealing with on a weekly basis would be kind of a, yeah. a dereliction of duty, right? That's exactly it's, it's right. It's not the same thing as just being, you know, so nose-pressed against the headlines that everything you're writing is some kind of reaction or, you, you know, you're following the lead of what's going on in the culture. Yep. But this year in particular, and, and, and other times when there are significant cultural events taking place, um, those are times not to, you know, give the impression that you're in some kind of little time, you know, you know outside of time capsule yep. sort of thing. You're hermetically sealed off from what's going on in the world. Because you just start to sound a little tone deaf mm -hmm. um, to people. And so we had to take that responsibility um, seriously. But I think you're right. Uh, for the most part, the kinds of pieces that we had um, in, in you know, relation to these things were, were very pastoral. I mean, they fit in, in kind of the thematic um, disposition that we have, which mm -hmm. is to be very devotional, very pastoral. And in, in that respect, I think those are things that have some even legs to them. You know, um, because a lot of the hot take type stuff, um, as soon as that event's over or that time period is over, it's it's almost a worthless yep. article. That's right. right. You That's know, right. It, it almost just exists as some kind of, you know, novelty mm -hmm. or, or nostalgic piece. But the kinds of things that have been written here, I think, kind of stand the test of time a little bit more, which is good. Yeah. Some of the COVID pieces, for example, I mean, really, they should be considered ecclesiology pieces because— yeah. Honestly, what COVID did was it forced a lot of our hands on what do you actually think about the church? And 
the ontology or the being of the church and the function of the church because yeah. we were stripped of a lot of um, blessings that we have had just in being able to assume in the past. And that just wasn't the case in 2020. And so we had to kind of go back to the fundamentals of ecclesiology. And that's what a lot of these articles were. You know, they're about a communion and about pastoral responsibility during COVID. And how do we actually shepherd the real lives of these real people who we now can't meet with face to face and those kinds of those kinds of questions. Yeah. Um, this past year, uh, Jonathan Lehman's book came out. Um, what, I forget the name of it now. Yeah, <laughs> this the, is not the, the, the multi-site one. The multi-site. Yeah, yeah. yeah kind of rethinking the multi-site and multi-service. Um, it's called One Assembly. That's yes, what it's called. that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah rethinking the multi-site, you know, multi-service model. Um, you know, obviously Lehman did not, you know, predict or foresee what what happened this year happening. Um, and in a way, he's he, he's helping or he's wanting to help you know pastors think through. Uh, how biblical having multiple services is, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. um, that kind of thing, and it's you know it's pretty provocative, uh, um, you know, premise, and it it, it could have made a lot of waves, I think, if we weren't interrupted by <laughs> not being able to meet at all. But it it kind of dovetails with that consideration, oh, yes. you know, it's like, well, is meeting online mm-hmm. is that a church? Is that church service? Is that you know does that suffice? And so I think you know you know his book w- was timely and yet anticipated even mm-hmm. further application um, just implicitly that he didn't you know see explicitly yeah. coming. So those are all things I think that you know evangelicals ha- have needed this conversation for a while. Yep. And this year I think just kind of propelled us or kind of warps you Absolutely. know speeded us yeah. forward in in our conversation That's about exactly it. That's exactly right. On the flip side of the um, needing to respond to real important issues as they come out, this year, as I review it, I'm also proud of the exact opposite of the spectrum in the sense that we kicked off a number of ongoing series that our hope is that they'll be timeless. So, for example, we started in 2020 the For the Church Preaching Guides, which is a new series that we started this year. Um, Just to basically what we had in mind, it wasn't really that brilliant or complicated. We just said, there are hundreds and hundreds and probably, honestly, thousands and thousands of pastors out there who don't have a, a ton of theologically-minded folks in their church to help them you know, bring all this great material together for sermon preparation. And we just wanted to provide, basically come alongside some of those pastors who might need help and uh, as they consider what books to preach for their people. And, and so we, we created the, the preaching guides and have released two of those towards the last quarter of this year. And so that's been fun. We kicked off a... Uh, 13-part series with Dr. Jason DeRoshi on how to read and apply the Old Testament. And so just some more of those timeless pieces along with the, uh, the kind of the cultural moments. Yeah, the the conference had to be different this year That's as right. well. Yeah. Um, the For the Church Conference has been a, a huge draw for for the institution every year um, where, you know, a little over a thousand come fill up the space. that we were, we were always in danger of overselling um, the seats. <laughs> And uh, people just love, I, I don't know if I, you know, between the good preaching and the barbecue that's in Kansas City, I think that's the <laughs> magnet for a lot of people. But it's become almost like the, the, um, there's a conference reunion every yes, year. Yeah. So like, you know, my wife and I throw a big party the night before the conference starts. And we have, you know, friends who come in, I'm convinced, just to eat my wife's cooking. Like they're coming for the conference. <laughs> that's why I show up. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and it's just a great time. It, 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 it feels like our Super Bowl yeah. kind of or our homecoming totally. at this conference every year. And so this year it was just a huge bummer mm-hmm. that we couldn't do this in indoor events. So like a lot of venues and a lot of events, we we went virtual, um, and 
you know, it was kind of a, a well, let's see how mm-hmm. this thing goes. And uh, the response was pretty good. And and the speakers, of course, were, were top notch. Yes, absolutely. Um, heard a lot of great things in particular about um, Ray Ortland's message, yep, me which too. was just so, I mean, his preaching is always like this, of but it, it, it feels like he's just talking to you. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like you know, the Lord gave him a word just for you. So if you haven't, you know, checked out the resources yet from the For the Church Conference, uh, I would really encourage you, listener, to go check those out, uh, you know, sermons that will really bless you, mm-hmm. uh, particularly if you are in ministry, but even if you're not, uh, they would as well. Anything else looking back before we kind of pivot, looking back that kind of stands out for you? Um, no, I think I think those are all okay. those are all good things. All right, so let's let's look forward now. Twenty twenty one's got to be better. Yeah, surely, please. Twenty twenty one vision <laughs> we're having. We're gonna get hoverboards. Hey, finally. Yes, um, Chipotle food's gonna taste good. That, that's debatable. We'll see. <laughs> It'll still be affordable. Yeah. and did easy you, to get. Did you know that we agree on that? I don't really like. Chipotle you don't like either. Chipotle? No, that's interesting. Yeah, it's it's fine enough. That's what I say. Okay. Yeah, so. I mean, what are uh, yeah? So we're gonna get hoverboards. They're talking about self-driving cars. I don't know if we're gonna get hey. that in 2021, uh, but like it can only go up surely from here. <laughs> Please, that's the way I'm thinking, <laughs> right, Lord? Uh, I from, saw someone tweet this meme. As you know, Jared, I'm not. I don't really enjoy memes or meme gifs. Guy, so. I'm a, really a you know, I, I'm a wet blanket there. I don't okay. like memes. Don't like gifs. But there's one meme. It like gave me a stomachache to think okay. about the possibility of it. It said. You know, a time traveler comes back to 2020 and says, hey, what year is it? And someone says, oh, it's 2020. And they say, ah, the first year of the virus. And I was like, no. Oh, my it word. It better not be a multi-year <laughs> uh, reality for us. So the here's the hoping year. 2021 is Well, they're talking about, better. Um, you know, but as we're recording this, which isn't very far out from when it will publish, uh, just a you know, couple of weeks or so. Um, they're talking about the vac, you know, vaccine. Couple mm-hmm. of of uh, vaccines that are showing ninety some percent effective, and so we have hope. Um, and again, as we record this, though, there's been a resurgence of um, infection rates, and you know, well, all over the country, really, and all over the world, mm-hmm. uh, for the most part, but all over the country, the Midwest in particular is is an increasing hotspot. So everything's kind of tightening up. We just had new, uh, you know, restrictions going to place uh, in Clay County and I think Kansas City proper yep. mm-hmm. just this morning. In yep. fact, right, some yeah. things went in um, on this Friday morning that we're recording this. And yeah, so, you know, certainly the the hope would be um, this may be a rough winter, depending on how you look at it, mm-hmm. right? You know, travel, shutdown, different things like that. But we, we got to, I mean, this can't go on forever, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, please. I mean, is that just hope? Are we just hoping against hope? Like this, this cannot go on forever. <laughs> They're talking about vaccine. Um, and even, you know, Fauci, which I don't like, I'm not an expert on this stuff. And I know it's like, all you're be- not everyone no. else on my timeline. Is. <laughs> it's all become very politicized yeah. as well. So some people listening to this will be like, why do you even listen to that guy? <laughs> and others will be like, I mean, he's a doctor, you know? Yeah. So, right. Like we don't listen to doctors anymore, but in any event, I, you know, even Fauci who has been, has taken a lot of heat for, yeah you know, saying what we ought to do and not to do. And he said, you know, he's honestly, he said a couple of silly things, right? Um, and in any event, even he is like, oh, by July, you know, I mean, he's got an end in mind where he thinks this will be mm-hmm. according to his projections. So even like the naysayer, like don't yeah. eat, you know, have anyone over th- you know, Thanksgiving, eat your meals in separate rooms, don't even be at, no, he didn't <laughs> say that. I, that's me. I'm, I'm making things up. But even the guy who t- who takes all the heat for, 
you know, being the doom, you know, doom and gloom guy about it is is projecting yeah, an optimistic. That's right. That's right. Um, so that's good. Yes. You know. Absolutely. Unless you hate him so much, you're like, well, then he, he's wrong. It's going to go on forever. And now you flip flop. <laughs> you used to think it was the, you know, uh, a hoax. Yeah. And now you're like, well, maybe it's real now because Fauci, you know, I don't know. It's just an upside down world. Yeah. So but 2021. It, it's got to be better. Yeah. It's got to be better. And it's going to be great for FTC. It's going to be great. Yeah. Let's talk about that. That's what we're here for. That's right. Because neither one of us are scientists. Amen. And neither one of us are prophets. <laughs> so, Lord willing, what will the future of FTC look like in 2021? What are some things you've got planned, brother? Yeah, I think 20, 2021 is going to be a great year. And one of the things we have planned is continuing developing some of those time timeless resources. So that's kind of be that's going to be one of the major features. So the so site's going to exist, is what you're saying. Site, as of right now, we plan for it, it was to a exist. fancy way of basically saying we're still going to have stuff on hey, there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, make sure you tune into the site because it will be there. There, that's right. On well, the internet, Lord willing, Lord willing, it will brother, be there. It'll yes. be there. Okay. Yeah, it's exciting. That, that's it. It's the site's just going to exist. You the site's have, going to exist. No, so no tell no. me about book reviews or something. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. So some of those timeless resources. That, that's okay. kind of that's kind of what we're going after. So we want. Uh, as we're going to continue working on the preaching guides. And so the goal is to have a preaching guide for every book of the Bible. Now it's going to wow. take a lot of work and a lot of uh, contributors. Yeah. Oh, okay. Let me start right there. Tell us about the preaching guides. Because yeah. I don't know that we've ever talked about yeah, this. We've not, uh, on yeah, we've met on so, the podcast. So the preaching guide is uh, each guide is covering a one individual book. So if right now I think we've published two. I think we've published Micah and Jude are okay. the ones we've published. And so – uh, they kind of cover an ar- array of topics. So first, you kind of just get an introduction to the book. And it's really, again, it's to help preachers think through, is this the book that I want to, you know, exposit for the next however many weeks for, gotcha. the, for the sake of my people? And so we cover an introduction. We cover problem text. So, hey, preacher, if you're going to pick this book, you need to know these texts are difficult. So just as you're planning the series, spend a little more time on these weeks. Uh, we cover key themes and motifs. So, you know, as you're weaving the narrative through the book, make sure to highlight these key themes and motifs. We do recommended resources. So these commentaries are great. These sermons are great. I think one of the most helpful things we provide is three different homiletical outlines. So if you're considering preaching the book of Jude, for example, here's three different ways to treat it. Or if you're preaching Romans or Galatians, here's here's three. And we actually use, so I think on the Jude one, we had... Um, Ligon Duncan's outline, Ray Ortland's outline, and then Jared Bumpers, who wrote the, the Jude one, we had his outline. And so you can kind of see how different folks have handled it. And then uh, we have the last section is called How to Preach Christ from this book. So we just say, Excellent. here are a few ways to, to make, you know, to magnify Christ in the book of Micah or in the book of Jude or, or whatever book we're writing on. And then we end it with a, uh, here, here's the argument for why you should consider preaching it. So that's what the preaching guides are. Uh, and it all it comes at the bottom. There's a link of a downloadable PDF for the whole thing. Okay. Uh, so pastors can print it, take it with them as they prepare for for series. And yeah, so stuff like that. We're also going to start. This is somewhat of an announcement. We haven't started it yet, and I'm not posted about it. But we're going to do the same thing for doctrines. So we're going to do the FTC okay. doctrines guide. So it's kind of a an introduction guide to if you're studying the doctrine of adoption, you should consider these passages, these books. Here's a couple of problem questions that you're going to come up with. And so anyways, stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. So how do people find that? If someone's saying, man, I'd love to check this out. Where do yeah. they go? Yeah. If you just went to ftc.co <clears throat> and in your search bar, type in preaching guides, they're all labeled with that FTC okay. preaching guides. And so if you click one of the preaching guides, you'll see a list. So I wrote an introduction to the series and then we have two guides out now. And the goal is to have the monthly. 
Uh, it's been hard because there's a sure. lot of work that goes into them. For instance, I just talked to the to the gentleman writing the Second Corinthians guide, and his problem passages is extremely long because right. Second Corinthians is a tricky book. Yes. So, so we have about twenty of them commissioned that are being written right now. That's excellent. Yeah. So I mean, they're just published on the site. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a free resource, yep, not totally anything free. anybody's got to right. you know purchase or anything. What a great gift yeah. that is to pastors. That's right. For the church, man. Yeah, that's awesome. It's, <laughs> all, have, it's you almost as if we're for the church. Hey, amen. <laughs> we, you mentioned as well, we've been really upping our book review game. Yeah. And really, we wanted our book reviews. Book reviews in general are helpful uh, for a lot of people, but we specifically wanted to think through the vein of for the church and ask the question, does this book help local believers, lo- local church members? Yeah. You know, how, how would it help a local church pastor or how would it help a lay person? So not just evaluate the content, is it a good book, but say, hey, this, this book might stir your affections for Jesus in this way mm. uh, and help readers think through books that way. That's great. Um, do you have anything else before? Because no, I have, no, I, have, no. Uh, I think it's a big announcement. Yes, yeah, please. This it's is a, a good announcement. That's right. Um, I'm having a baby. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, this, is, this is a big announcement. It's going to sound very small compared to that. Um, but related to the, the site, related to the podcast. Yes. We're gonna go weekly hey. into in 2021. I think that's great. Wait, hold on. We yeah, have you sound get effects. That. Get it, get it. <laughs> no, that's not the one. Uh, we are going weekly. They're not lit. <laughs> We're going weekly. All right, we are okay. really struggling here. Oh wait, here we go. Here we go. Do it, do it. We're going weekly. Hey. <laughs> yeah. That probably actually represented the well, types saw, of reactions. There's a little thing with labels that tells you what each button does, and it wasn't right <laughs> next to it. If you don't put it right next to the, uh, so I chose laughter. Horn and then eerie. Yeah, again, those are the actual reactions to that news. That That's shows right. Some the people are like weekly. <laughs> I don't want this podcast every week. It's too much as it is. Uh, no, so we're going to move every week, Lord willing. That's right. That's that's the goal. And we've been recording a lot of episodes in in advance of this, so uh, we can keep up um, pretty well with that. The format's going to remain pretty much the same. We're going to alternate. You and I will do an episode. Yep. The next week we'll have a guest. And then you and I, and then a guest. So we're going to go in the same kind of order, uh, but you'll have a new For the Church podcast every week. And I've actually heard from people um, who that's their complaint. We don't yes, publish enough. Me too. You, you I've heard the exact same thing. In a podcast-heavy world, yeah. you think people have too much to listen to, mm-hmm. that people would say, hey, I need you more than twice a month. <laughs> I love it. It's good to feel needed. That's right. That's how we're doing this. Yeah. Well, and just all, I mean, all of this work, you guys working on the preaching guides and upping the book reviews, we're, we've re, uh, revamped the site mm-hmm. uh, in the last year as well, and we're still uh, tweaking there. That's right. Yeah. And, and all of this is just a means of trying to serve pastors, ministry leaders, and mature Christians um, as well as we can, mm-hmm. help them see Jesus, help them love Jesus. So we thank you for uh, for listening and 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 reading because we're doing this all for you. Yeah, that's right. For yeah. the church, baby. It's for the church, <laughs> brother. You got anything else that you're looking no, for? No, yeah. just just a a parting word of just again. This site would not be as fun to work on if it wasn't for two groups of people. One, the contributors. Uh, you guys probably don't know this, but we don't really pay anything to our contributors. That's right. And, and so these are brothers and sisters who are actually in the trenches of church life and who have a good word and who write well and they do it for free and for the love of God's glory and the edification of God's people. And so a thank you to our contributors. And then a thank you to our readers because uh, this would not be worth it if there weren't readers. And so 
more and more of you seem to be showing up every month, and we're thankful for that. More and more listeners seem to be tuning in every month, and we're thankful for that. And so just thank you to the contributors. Thank you to the readers. And uh, whatever you need to do to subscribe, those kinds of things, be sure to do so. Yeah. And if we could ask you a favor, if you're on Facebook, go follow For the Church on Facebook. Um, because the, the articles come through there, you can easily share them, and just like you do any other article and things that you share on there. It's good to kind of help spread the word. If you're on Twitter, follow For the Church on Twitter, Instagram, follow For the Church on Instagram, and certainly continue to share uh, whatever's blessed you with others. We're just trying to get this as as uh, far-reaching as, as possible to bless as many people as we can. That's Amen. all I've got, brother. You that's got, great. That's it. That's great. Yeah, um, I, I, I really hope that you have a great 2021 uh, the Lord is building His church. Amen. There's nothing that can stop that. There's no pandemic, no president, no nobody, nothing that can stop what God is doing through Jesus Christ, continuing to do. That's where our hope is. That's where our our faith ought to be. And so I, I think if we fix our eyes on the author and the perfecter of our faith, we can enter this year as uncertain or, quote-unquote, unprecedented as it may be. <laughs> Um, we can enter it with joy. Amen. Yeah, not just a religious fervor and faith, but with joy, um, because that's what he he, he came to give us. Uh, as always, if you enjoy the podcast, please share us with your friends. Give us a good review on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. And until next time, may Jesus be big in your church. You've been listening to the For the Church podcast, hosted by Jared Wilson, found online at ftc.co. This resource is brought to you by Midwestern Baptist Theological Seminary in Kansas City, Missouri, where we train leaders for the church.